0: Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to WWW. What happened this week in the world, and what do we think about it? Ken H., coming to you always from Houston. It is the fastest 25 minutes you'll experience in the podcast world, available on all nine of the podcast formats. You'll find us there. Those new to the program, real simple. What happens in the USA? Politics, sports, and entertainment. What happens in the world? We take a quick break from our sponsor and we go into some editorials. Let's get started. Here we are second week of April 2022 and we are hot in the works. Politics as we start the show always again. The president is after What I can't seem to understand each time the president makes these executive orders and they seem very brazen about the way they talk. They just simply say, I don't have a legal way to do this, I don't have a legislative way to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. He writes the order and it's now only three hours since he wrote the order today, which was to ban ghost guns is the way they're defining it. These are these guns that come to you and perhaps in a kit form, you create them, build them yourself and therefore they're saying that's illegal, it should be illegal, it ought to be illegal, but again ghost guns are only 1% of the crimes, gun crimes in the country, so even if we did ban every single ghost gun there is, nothing would happen to the crime across the nation. So it's again, it's already being challenged again, they've already been sued uh, by a, a state, and so they, uh, they know they can't do it. They know they don't have the legislative power to do it, and yet they do it anyway. I don't know whether this is for their own self-satisfaction, their own sanity, their own desires, or whatever, but that's the hot topic in politics. Then you've got the sidebar of this. Uh, everybody's got the COVID. There was a big dinner party, and everybody went and got uh, COVID-80. 80 of your top politicians uh, went to this famous dinner and most everybody came back and they got the COVID super spreader not for them apparently they can do whatever they want oh but everybody else has a super spreader when they do those big events doesn't matter it is what it is that's where we are so that's politics let's move right along let's move on if you're a sports fan this is your time what a great time to be a sports fan I'm a sports fan, as you all know, and Faithful to the Program know of my faithful sporting ideas and things that I like, which is a lot. But over the weekend, of course, you had the Masters Golf Tournament, very exciting golf tournament. You saw the return of Tiger Woods, fan or no fan, no problem. But he returned, didn't do very well, but he did okay. Rory McIlroy, one of my fans, uh, one of my favorites, started to come from behind, boom, 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 all the way up. He was ahead of the leaderboard. Uh, of the leaders at the back of the of the course so he had a shorter distance to make up the space and boy did he in fact he had a little collapse from from Kim and Roy McElroy secured second place so he walks away with 1.6 million dollars for second place at the 2002 22 Masters very exciting if you like golf it's certainly the pinnacle of the sport in that world You've got basketball, of course. If you're a basketball fan, there's all the basketball games going on. And if you're a baseball fan, baseball season is up and running and in full swing. So, again, for any type of hockey was going on. I saw my hockey game yesterday. I had a tough time because I had a hockey game I wanted to see. I had a baseball game that was starting, and I was kind of watching the Masters on the side. Not a big base basketball fan, so no worries there. But anyway, so I had three things. There's, you know, channel surfing throughout the whole afternoon on a great Sunday. After, of course, spending time with midnight, there's never... A day that I don't see the horse. So anyway good fun good times had by all and so I appreciate if you like sports this is your time to enjoy them because there are plenty 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 of sporting events sporting things to watch. So entertainment not much on the entertainment I'm gonna talk about but this I do like to read as you all know and so it was very fun I looked on the list of the top 10 books coming up of course this weekend is Easter So you've got Easter coming on, and what's happening with Easter? Well, book number four, child's book, children's book, number four bestseller list, How to Capture the Easter Bunny. Great little story for the young people, of course, and we talk about how in the world to capture the Easter Bunny. We'll talk about that in our second half of the program. So number four, if you're a book reader, Run out and grab a book for your children, enjoy that, because how to capture the Easter Bunny is in the top ten. Huh, surprise. Let's go over to the world, let's talk about some world things. Obviously you can't not talk about the Ukraine situation, but it is, the more and more it goes on, the less and less we hear about it because it doesn't seem to be changing. Although Russia is starting to fortify its forces on the eastern, southern, eastern hemisphere, Red Cross cannot get to the Maripol situation. They cannot bring uh, AIDS and medical supplies and food supplies and water supplies to those poor people trapped there. The Russians do seem to be attacking all these people that are trying to escape, so they are just ruthless, brutal. It is a terrible, terrible mess, and it doesn't seem to be, it's slowing, but it doesn't seem to be getting any better. It does look like the Russians have decided to come away from Kiev and move now down to that southern eastern hemisphere of the area and it looks like that's the game plan that sounds like they're just going to try to hold on stay there and pretend or suggest that that's going to be our territory going forward. Now President Zelensky said that's not going to be the case we're going to fight till you're out of our country with the geographic lines as they are. We'll find out who knows. In France of course they are going to start the election process again Uh, President Macron is up for re-election. You've got Le Pen, of course. She made a big play years back, even when I was in Europe, of course. And and so she's now resurged and now coming on. She's going to try to give Macron a little run for his money. I don't think she'll have a chance. They'll normally incumbents stay in place in Europe as well as here in America. But let's see what happens. But they are certainly going to be a nice battle to watch, battle royale, if you will, in the French countryside. How about Canada, our neighbors to the north? What's happening up there? Well, their housing market is going crazy, very exciting, very busy, very difficult to find properties. And so what does the dear Trudeau do? The great, horrible prime minister of Canada. Yes, I said two words in the same sentence, great and horrible. He's greatly horrible. (laughs) That's what I say of, of Trudeau, he's just terrible, he's absolutely terrible. So what does he do? He's banned any foreign investors to come into the country. You cannot buy a home, a property, or any kind of uh, materials in Canada proper, in the Canadian proper area, if you're a foreigner, a foreign born person. So, how long is that gonna go on? Well, he's banned everybody from buying property for two years two years, you are gonna stay away. They're hoping that that foreign investment that apparently has been coming into Canada is gonna slow the market, cool it down a little bit, and everybody can have a a chance at having a piece of property in Canada. I've never even been to Canada of the 34 countries I've been to, so I don't know what's so exciting about foreign investors up there. I'm guessing, wink wink, it's the Chinese buying, property and land as they're doing all over the world, but what do I know? I certainly know that it won't affect me, but if you're a foreign investor wanting a property in Canada, put your brakes on two years. You'll have to wait till that gets exciting. What else can we talk about? Well, let's go a fun twist on things we've talked about already in this program since we got back going. Interesting. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. A swimmer, Oh no! But wait, a world class swimmer. Wait, what? What? Wait, a world class swimmer breaking two Guinness Book world records. Wait, what? 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 Exactly, a world class Egyptian swimmer, 31 year old. Very excited, Omar Hedgesay. Hedgesay, excuse me. One, two. Uh, broke two. Guinness Book of World Records swum underneath the water, the farthest distance anybody has ever done in one breath, 185 feet. Then he put on some flippers and he did it again. He won that medal in one breath, the longest distance underwater at 251 feet. Amazing swimming records by this 31 year old Egyptian. Why is that making our news tonight? Why is that making so much headlines? He only has one leg. Unbelievable. Hey, Travel Leisure Magazine, proud sponsor of the program, and I'm very grateful to them. $29.99, that's 58% off the cover price. One year subscription. 12 beautiful magazines coming to your home and you get a chance to read, see, and decide where are you taking the family, where are you going to hide yourself, where are you going to break away, get away, Travel and Leisure Magazine has operators on duty, 866-737-8037, or www.friendsoftheprogram.com. Order today. Well, wow, does that time go fast, right? Start the clock, stop the clock, holy moly. So, topics of the day. We're gonna take a little survey, like one of those little Instagram surveys. What are our topics, what are we thinking about? What's on our hearts, what's on our minds? Well, let's get started. If you, by chance, are a sports fan, reach out, send me a note, send me a little uh, message. i love to read your messages, and as always, thank you for sending those messages to me. I'm getting them all. We are going to have, I'll give a little teaser. On the program coming up soon, we're going to have an ex-professional quarterback, a college professional, moved into the pros, played for the Green Bay Packers, played for the Indianapolis Colts, was with Peyton Manning, was with um, the Green Bay guy what was his name? Anyway, he's gonna join us for the program. That's gonna be one of our great nights where we have a little back and forth between him and me and it's gonna be fun. So if you're a sports fan, you like to hear what's going on in a sportsman's mind about the topics, how does an athlete, a professional athlete or an ex-professional athlete if you will talk about what's happening in the world. How does that mindset differ from you and I, right? Little you and I, regular Joe, regular Sue. What is the mindset of a professional athlete, right? Well, we always kind of consider that they're a little more determined. They're a little more focused. They certainly are a little more prepared. They are very prepared. And this gentleman I know is having a great career, very successful career. And he also, of course, does some speaking engagements on the side. So we're very excited to have him on the program. It's a teaser. We're trying to work out our schedules to make it happen, but that's going to be fun. So if you're a sports fan and a fan of the program, hang in there because we're going to have a double duty on one of the nights coming up. I'll certainly make sure you know about it in the program headlines as they come. So you'll know as it comes. Won't give you his name, but he's very, very successful. He played with Michael Vick at Virginia Tech. Oh, I'm giving some clues that's right. I'm given some clues. But don't you worry. You're gonna enjoy the show. It's, he's a dear friend. We've been friends for quite a long time. And he's done very well in his both his private and professional life, and he's doing great. Dear friend of mine. So well, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. So sportsman on the program. What? That's exactly right. So there's a little teaser going forward. While we're in the vein, I am thrilled to death to be talking about a sportsman, a swimmer that doesn't have some of this extra baggage as we've talked about in the last time we talked about a swimmer so isn't that great what an amazing i you know that's a that's the old time that's old time school in the pool with your friends family whatever Hold your breath can you make it to the other side underwater in the one breath and most everybody does a pretty good job at making Of course unless you're an Olympic pool or something like that but most everybody can have normal size pool can get from one end to the other uh, you do the side side for the young kids. But anyway, most everybody can get underwater. But can you imagine going underwater in one breath 185 feet? Golly! I don't even know how much time it didn't mention the time in that, but it's 185 feet and some inches change. And then you give him a flipper and you're saying already that's pretty cool then you give him a flipper and he adds another 75 feet or so he goes 251 feet underwater one breath with the flin you know with the flipper on but that's not the story folks you're missing the point the point is he had only one leg that's incredible unbelievable amount of strength and courage and distance. What's in it that makes him do that? How in the world could he be so uh, uh, amazing in that skill? So as you read the article, you talk about the article, why in the world, how in the world, at 31 years old, he's done great, uh, not gonna get into how he lost his life, but how, 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 how do you get into swimming? Well, you ask him, and his answer was, I was always a very angry person. I was very angry at the world. I lost my leg and I was very angry. And so I would get in the pool and swimming would allow me to channel and beat the water and get the anger out of my system and swim and swim and swim. And I would swim till that anger was gone. And can you imagine? how that has propelled him now to being a world-class two-time Guinness record holder. How do you deal with your anger, folks? This gentleman, of course, funneled it into his athletics, jumped in the pool, swam, swam, swam. I know plenty of people that do the boxing thing, right? They bounce, bounce, bounce on that, on that bag and beat the bag, kick the bag, you know, and get that anger out, those issues, those frustrations, those ways that you're not able to express it perhaps some other way. That's the exciting part. So you have to ask yourself the question, what am I doing to get my self Anger, I guess, if that's the topic for this moment. How do you deal with yours? Do you have a special friend to call? Do you have a family member, a loved one? Do you have, you know, I'm not going to segue just yet, but I will just in a minute. But so do you have uh, a sport? Do you do an athletic? Do you go to the gym and pound those weights? Do you take a yoga class and do those meditation things? or Do you kinda just put the music on and let the music start to soothe through your body and move through and calm your spirits? Hopefully you're not driving anger. You know, that road rage is very popular right now. Many people have told me as we talk about life and things and we're sitting around, they've obviously said, I'm not gonna ever honk the car horn anymore because people are road raged. And they're gonna, you know, they might shoot me or something if I I say something wrong or bad. So you're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So there's just a lot of things out there that's going on how are you dealing with some people pray obviously there's a there's an element of the prayer immediately they go to 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 god call me down help me out so how are you dealing with your anger i hope well i hope you're dealing with it well i hope you're not coming home and you know that next story the man comes home and he kicks the the wife, the wife kicks the kids, the kids kick the dog and that just spirals out of control and that anger just continues to fester and grow and there's just back and forth. So we're hoping that there's better ways to handle your anger, better ways to handle your emotions and get it out of your system better than uh, violence or that kind of thing. But this gentleman jumped in the pool and swam and swam and swam and swam until finally of course he got out of the pool and then he would get angry I guess again or frustrated that his situation was like it was jumped in the pool and swam and swam and swam and swam again and that continued repetition built his endurance built his system got got him to the level that we just reported on 185 feet underwater with one breath and one leg 251 feet underwater with one breath and one leg and a flipper. Just incredible. How do you deal with your anger? How do you deal with your emotions? Many people turn to what I'm gonna finish the show with of course tonight. It's National Pet Day. Did you have a pet growing up? Do you have your favorite pet? I've been blessed. My mother always loved animals and so my father let her have we picked up a lot of strays, I must admit. Early on, we got the the breeded ones. We had beagles and basset hounds, which were fun. And then as we kinda got over and over and we got a little older, it seemed that we weren't going to any 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 place. We'd just kinda pick up the strays. The stray cat, the stray little found dog, and, and that's kinda the way we did it. Somebody couldn't take their dog, so we'd take it or hold on to it, and then they never returned. So we had all this animals I've grown up with you know I've had the guinea pigs and I've had we had a parakeet at once and we had the the basset hounds and the beagles and then we had the little small of Yorkie dog and then the Bichon Friget dog and then we had some cats and uh, then of course everybody knows where I'm leading with this story and then of course we have horses and uh, uh, midnight is now my pet of choice. And so I had a great cat. Batman was my cat, and I loved that cat, but then unfortunately I had to put him down. He was a stray, so I rescued him. Uh, Sweet Pea was my little dog. We rescued the little Sweet Pea, Bijon Friget, and he was rescued again. And nobody may know this story, but I rescued Midnight. The owner uh, in Holland wanted to put Midnight down, and I told the trainer, you know, what in the world's going to happen. He said, well, he's sending him to the the glue factory and I said that's not gonna happen what's a what's that gonna cost and he was asking a lot of money for this five-year-old stallion horse in his prime and uh, he you know we haggled and we negotiated and I got midnight for an unbelievably low price versus what the asking price was but it was better than heading over to the glue factory so I was so delighted rescuing animals is pinnacle these days certainly every single dog facility in Houston is overcapacitated so if you have the love and you have the spirit and you have the time I encourage you to go rescue an animal both cats and dogs are very available at this time and they nothing in the world better in your life or in your spirit and helping you calm those emotions down as we talked about the anger or the joy the, you know just whatever your emotions may be an animal and that unconditional love of a pet can really come in and breathe some joy into your life. And I can assure you there's so many, you know, I was with some people the other day and many people, of course, talk about, oh, do you have any, you know, you're, you've got a horse. Oh, yeah, I've got a horse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have any pictures of a horse? And everybody just kind of laughs. And, and, and those that are not in the know kind of go, why, why is that funny? Well, yeah, he's got 1,124 pictures of that horse or time with that horse on his phone. Wow, golly, Kenhurst, what are you doing? Well, in fairness to us and to me, we've been together for 20 years. And, in fact, we're coming up on our 21st year together. So we've been together quite a long time. Midnight in June will become 26. And I got him when he was 5. You can do the math. One, two, three, four, five. That's 21 years we've been together. And so there's a lot of time in those pictures. And in fact, one of my dear friends from the Netherlands is going to come visit and we're going to have another reunion with Midnight because she was a big fan. And uh, probably the only mother Midnight probably knows is this young lady. And she's a dear, 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 dear friend and loving person and, and so she I always say you're not coming to visit me you're coming to visit midnight. She said no 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 of course I want to see you too but you know we'll see midnight right of course <laughs> yes of course. So folks I encourage you to get out and see about a pet so there are ways to handle your, your situation, ways to handle your anger, ways to handle your your life and I wish you nothing but success because we're always talking about at least on this program how in the world can we help each other and you send me these letters. So what I'm gonna promise you now is that when you when I get these notes and get these emails and I'm grateful that you send them I'm gonna start maybe addressing some of them. So I know we have this format in our program but perhaps in the second half of the program we can start answering some of your questions, answering some of your ideas, talking maybe about some of the things that you've mentioned. You'll let me know in the email if you want, you know, I can like I did with the the sports guy that's gonna be on the program I can keep your name out of it, but if you wanted to say, you know, from Texas or New York or from Europe or whatever, I can kind of do one of those deals so people can kind of get a perspective of where the mentality maybe comes, because there's no doubt there's the Europeans think a bit differently than the Americans and there's and there's no doubt that there's other mentalities around and the cultures and the way they think about things, so we may mention that in, in fairness if you don't mind, but I could talk about the subjects you're just as interested in, because I promise you, I'm probably just as interested in them as well. So once again, thank you so much for sharing time with me today. This is the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. Everybody talks about Joe Rogan's podcast, and that's great, and it is a very good podcast, but it's very lengthy, and I'm certainly never going to be that long. We're under one sky, folks. Thanks for joining us this week. It's www. I'm Ken H, and this has been What Happened This Week in the World and What Do We Think About It. You have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. See you soon. Bye-bye.